What's up, everybody? Hey, cheers. Cheers to you. Drinking here's, them. To, here's to you. Here's looking up your address. Hey, welcome to another episode of Jiu-Jitsu Radio. I'm Alex, as always. My co-host, Sean Ambrosino, is here. The in-house black belt. No micro just there. I see you with the American Top Team shirt today. What's up with that? This is uh, in support of Stephen Montgomery. Got this shirt up in uh, up in Asheville at ATT Asheville. Nice, nice. Let Thanks he... for sending me one, Steve. Go fuck yourself. Well, he didn't send it to me. I was there and I grabbed it. Oh well, he doesn't even answer my phone calls anymore, so I stopped bothering. <laughs> um, we got a lot to go over today. It's been a long fucking week. I don't know about you, but it's been a long fucking week, and I'm looking forward to having a blast talking about jujitsu. But before we get going. We want to remind you, don't forget to check out our sponsors, Choke Aloha, Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co., and Giraffe Choke. When you use the promo code, when you go to their store, you're going to get the homie hookup. You want to know what the promo code is, though? You're going to have to check us out on Instagram or check out the website or check out the description of the video below. It's everywhere, all right? But I definitely say go check out the Instagram. Get the homie hookup. Get the coupons. Tell them we sent you. We love them. Check out Chocoloha, Giraffe Choke, and Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co. They've been supporters of the podcast since day one. We love them. And uh, you will, too. I promise you that. Don't forget to follow us. Follow Sean Agarilla Boy BJJ on Instagram, if he's ever on. And I I was going to say, I've been posting, but I really just posted. Hey, exactly. exactly. I just really just posted we have a new episode. Every once in a while, I'll post something. I don't know what's going on with me. It's called I really old, don't. bro. The technology, you're just like, I don't care. Well, I don't care. That's 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 true. But can we get you a TikTok just for your armpits? Oh, my gosh. Don't, <laughs> don't forget to check out Sean Agarillo, boy, BJJ. You can follow me at Sonder Marketing. We got a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff going on, especially this coming weekend. We got some cool stuff that's going to pop up on the Jiu-Jitsu Radio Instagram as well. So follow Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Check out the website. We got new shirts that are coming out. By the way, shirts are ordered. So, you know, they're coming in. They'll be here in about a week. So you'll be able to check them out. I got a cool dope one coming in just to show off to you guys. But listen, forget all that stuff. Let's get this party started. Wait, wait, wait. What? We got to tell them. Tell them what? They, they got to like our like and share and comment and all that stuff on well, our I'm stuff. for you. Why don't you go ahead and say it? Well, people like, share and comment on our stuff. Subscribe to the channel. If you haven't subscribed or if you have subscribed, hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. If you're not doing this, you're not helping us. And if you're not helping us, why are you here? No. Why are you here? <laughs> help us help you. <laughs> All right. So hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to check out the, the YouTube channel and join us on Twitch. We got a lot of stuff. We did a, an eight-hour stream yesterday with some friends from the UK. It, we had a freaking blast. We got a lot more stuff coming. So make sure you are on the channels and following us. Don't forget to join the Discord. We're going to be throwing tons of content on there along with clips from the show, other stuff that we're working on, interviews, you name it. It's all going to go on there. So it's all out there. We love you people. We want to just give you as much content as we can. Now, with that being said, we're going to get this party started. Let's go.
ready? I'm ready. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. What is that, a Miller Highlight? I got my Miller Highlight, my champagne of beers. I got my Baby Yoda kicking. Your Baby Yoda Yeti? I don't care that he's got a name. We know his name is Goguru. Uh, I haven't he's even finished Go-Gru. watching se- like season three. So, or yeah, was it season two? I haven't finished watching it. It's a little little baby one. Nice. It's a, it's a backpack one. Um, my mom got me that for Christmas. My mama knows. got me this. She actually got me this too. Because she knows mm-hmm. I like Baby Yoda so much. That's funny. I got myself this beer. So, you know, <laughs> cheers to me. <laughs> hey, I felt like having a beer. I haven't had a beer in a, in a while. So I had to go and enjoy. But I remember my first beer after a while. <laughs> yeah, you ended up passed out on the couch. That's not true. Did you drink last week? You drank last week. Yeah, I you, drink. I I had a you had uh, your cider. I had my cider. It's a little. It's a little hoity toity. I okay. not, listen. I'm the. I drink cider more than anybody else that I know. I love a good cider. I gotta. I gotta enjoy it as much as I can. I'm gonna be cutting out all that stuff all over again now. Why? Because you're fat. No, as I haven't been training, man. I haven't been able to train for my back. But it's, you know what's funny is the older you get, the less I give a crap about, like, drinking. Like, I, I don't really care about going out, like, and partying and stuff like that. The only thing that I miss is Oktoberfest. Well, what I'm saying, all I can think of is, is, is Napoleon Dynamite. Are you drinking skim milk because you think you're fat? Because <laughs> you're not. You can drink whole milk. Oh, I haven't watched that movie in forever. Like, that one does not really stand the test of time, but it does because it's kind of a frozen moment because... Yeah, it's kind of made to be at an awkward time. You can't tell if it's the 80s or if it's like 2002. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's 2002 in the middle of like Arkansas. So yeah, it's like 1994. Well, it's, I, well, here's the thing. The movie takes place in Idaho and you know what the movie did? What? It makes me think that's what Idaho is. That's and it makes it me not want to go to Idaho. That's because that's that what weird. Idaho, no, that's what Idaho is. You don't remember like that scene in, in Wayne's world where like, hey, we could go all over the world. It's like, hi, we're in Delaware. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's really all that it is. What was Idaho? Potatoes? Idaho. Idaho pota- potatoes. Why don't you make yourself a damn quesadilla? <laughs> Listen, that movie's the shit. I still love the f- the intro is the best part when he gets on the bus. Like, what are you going to do today, Napoleon? Whatever I feel like doing. Gosh. But that was it. He did a bunch of other movies, but. Yeah, but he hasn't really done anything lately. No, I think he did. I think he had some kind of, like, dramatic movie that he was in. He did the movie, the skating movie with Will Ferrell. Yeah, well, yeah. But that that's like that's Blades been of a Glory while. or something. Blades yeah. of Glory has been a while. Yeah, that was a long time. This ago. is what a real skater's body uh, skater's body looks like. Oh man, I love. I, don't think I was watching. Yeah, I've been watching. What's funny is, is I've been watching on YouTube. I've been watching Will Ferrell, like the outtakes yeah. of all his stuff. The stepbrother like stuff is like the best. I think the anchor like anchor Anchorman two was not a good movie to me. Yeah. Like because Anchorman forced. one was so good. Yeah. But the the Anchorman two ones are so, like the outtakes are so good. You ever see the um when he made the appearance on uh was it Chelsea Handler, whatever it was? No, he did remember. uh <laughs> that what was that blonde chick that everyone was like all like flipping out about like years ago? Is it Chelsea Handler? No, I think it was uh, Ellen DeGeneres. No, I don't know. No. Anyway, whatever. He crashed like the the show in a golf cart, and he just comes riding onto the stage, and then he starts doing the the Austin Powers like 
back and forwards. And he's like, whoever gave you this show needs to be fired. Like, it's like, it sucks. And I've been to jail twice. <laughs> but it's good. You got to check it out. But listen, you know what's coming up this uh, this weekend, this next Art weekend? suave because I got to go coach on Saturday. No, I got to go to B2. We got B2 grappling coming up, too. So I'm going to go hang out with Carlos. On Saturday? Uh, it's actually I'm going to leave Thursday night and uh, help set up Friday and then tournament Saturday. So yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. But like this, it's funny. I'll be I'll be going down south. You'll be going up north. I'll be coaching. A couple of my guys want to do the Art Suave one down in Miami because it's a much closer drive, obviously. Than uh, yeah, than, yeah. But they're not going to have the opportunity to win fifteen hundred dollars. So, well, they suck. They probably wouldn't win it anyways. Oh shit! Oh, that's a. Burn. Can I that's talk about my coach? old guys like that? I mean, who are you talking about? Are you gonna drop names? No, I'm not gonna drop names. I'm just, I mean, I'm just putting that out there a as a joke. Isn't that a jerk thing to say? I mean, but do, you know what? Do they? You suck? know, here's the, do they suck? Here's the, the bottom line is, is do they suck? No, no, they don't. That's they the suck. truth. No. Um, what are we gonna say? What's What's funny is, is they would expect nothing less of me. Yeah, you know, no, so <laughs> they like, would. They suck. would. Be, they would be like, "Of course you said that." I'd be like, "Yes, I did say that." I mean, like, listen. Now they have to prove you wrong by winning. Yeah. Positive. Yeah. Uh, was it positive reinforcement? It's negative reinforcement, but it's a positive, a, a positive out outcome yeah. through negative reinforcement. That's all, that's what we're looking for. That's all we all we care about is the psychology. end result. Yeah, that's. Uh, doesn't matter how you get from point A to point B, as long as you get there. Um, no, yeah, it's going to be up there, but that's the cool part, the B2 grappling. And I I don't know if I said it on the podcast already. I might get in trouble for saying it, but there is a chance for people to win even more uh, than just the $1,500. That's probably the most that I can really say about it if I haven't already spilled the beans like uh, Mark Ruffalo. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, what is it, 1500 is that the first person to approach you and ask you to uh, uh, orally pleasure them and then you'll pay them? Mark Ruffalo? No, you. What are you talking about? Like, is that their chance to make more money? Is they find you and. No, 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 no. I am paying for and that. Th then you'll pay them to orally pleasure them. Why, why would I buy a cow when I can get the milk for free or I can give the milk for free, whichever? I don't know. But no, it's so the way that they have it set up is. God, Carlos is going to flip out on me if I get it wrong. But the only people that can sign up, the only way you can get into the absolute is if you place in uh, in your division. So it's like you're not going to risk having some like somebody that's just sitting there all day just to go and win absolute. Like they have to compete. So everyone. What if what if nobody shows up in their division? How you still and place. they win? You win. So it is they, what it they is. could sit there all day. They could sit there all day, but uh, to my understanding, like every division is pretty much full. So, or at least they, everyone's got at least a good handful of matches. So either way, it's a good chance to, to, to win some money. But I mean, we're talking about $1,500 to win absolute and you're no, you're going to have X amount of matches guaranteed. Why not? You know, it's, but here's the thing. So this is something that I wanted to talk about. And I always notice this. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to do these tournaments. But whenever it comes down to tournaments where, like, you can win serious money like that, people ghost. 
the guys that you normally see at IBJJF and stuff like that completely disappear. And then the guys that do stuff like the fight to wins or the third coast grapplings, maybe some of those guys will show up. But then most of the time it's nobodies. It's people that you haven't seen before. They just show up out of the woodworks and they go to compete. It's, and every- the, it's the people with balls. We I say, said I, so. I've, I've said this over and over again. There are a lot of people that do not compete because they are afraid. For sure. 100%. And, and, and <clears throat> like, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, obviously, yes, it's jujitsu. We could get, we could get an injury, but if you tap, it's the worst thing that can happen. You get, you tapped. Well, you're saying you've never tapped in jujitsu. If you have, you're a liar. So what's the big deal? I think the, it's such a weird situation for so many people because we're talking about, oh shit, they're probably going to take off on the plane in a minute. Um, for a lot of people, just coming into a jujitsu class is difficult. Whether they have issues about, you know, other people sweat germs or maybe they're uncomfortable being that close to other people and then other people have that issue where you know they're afraid about getting beat up or taking a hit i mean we have it even in kickboxing people are afraid to to get hit so they they already have that now you get into the aspect of you're gonna have to compete against a bunch of people in front of like at least you don't have that comfort zone of well i've rolled with this person before whatever whatever now you have to go with the total stranger, so you don't have that. That uh, word? I guess you could say comfort, comfort but level familiarity. Yeah, the familiarity. You don't have the oh well, I know he's gonna do this or gonna do that. It's no, you're a hundred percent going. It's this close to being almost a street fight with a total stranger. It's just a regulated street fight with like with a rule set. That's all it is. So people, when all of a sudden it starts becoming more real, then that's when they shy away, a hundred percent. And the what, which is exactly why I've been telling my guys we're gonna do early, early open mat on Saturdays, nine a.m. If you come, you come. If you don't, you don't. But if you don't come, I want you to find an open mat at another school and go to it. Yeah. Go roll with people you don't know. See how your game works with these other other games. Because every every school has its own like base mm-hmm. of, of of techniques that it works off of. And um, and while a lot of them are similar, some of them aren't. And you will see, you will get some good looks if you cross train and go to these other places. So I've been I've been encouraging my guys to go train other places and like yesterday I took them down to Wagner's they all got some really good roles and uh, no Wagner's got some beasts man but it's funny because I wanted I did want to talk about this that sitting down and analyzing more and more different academies and and people obviously we're we're in a unique position where we get to know and meet so many different people that are top level names in jujitsu and in MMA where we start seeing, at least we started seeing more so in the past, what, four years, especially down here, cross training is becoming more of a, of a norm, the cross yeah. gym training. Um, and, and what's cool is that at Wagner's, you get a lot of people from different gyms. Yeah. You get a lot of guys from the fight sports down in Miami. That'll come up to Wagner's at too. Um, Cause open mat at the main Academy is, is gee. 
uh, the Fight Sports Main Academy is Gee on Saturday mornings, and then at at eleven, and then they come up at two for the Nogi Open Mat at Wagner's. Yeah. So, so it's like you know, and then you get people from all over, and it's great. And Wagner is so welcoming. Uh, Wagner and the the whole Rocha family are they're just they're just awesome people. So that it's like you know that you just go there and it's it's great. I just wish that more coaches would encourage their guys to go other places. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've, we've experienced it. We know the, how it is when people are like, no, you can't train with that person or no, you can't go train there. You can't just walk into some other school. Like why the fuck not? Why not? Well, you can, especially if you contact them ahead of time. Yeah. We all have, everybody's got social media nowadays. If you want to try it, you know, whenever my guys go on vacation, I say, Hey, if you're going on vacation and it's going to be like a lazy vacation, like you're going to like a cabin in, in Tennessee. Yeah. See if there's a school around there, bring For your sure. gi, you know, maybe get a couple days training in because that's still not working. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu is fun. Yeah. I think, I think there, there, there is a politically correct way of doing it. And then there's just go out and do it, whatever it is. And then there's people that are just not about it. But I mean, there's, there's people where like you have to go and talk to your coach, say, Hey, is it cool if I go train at some school? Like I'm going to go on vacation for the next two weeks. Good for you if you can, but I want to go train while I'm over there. Is there any gym over there that you know of that I could go there? Most likely they might know somebody. He's like, yeah, why don't you go to so-and-so's gym? He's a friend of mine. Yeah, go ahead. Some coaches will say no. I, I mean, I, I think for the most part, we know, most of our friends that own gyms that are black belts and stuff, they'll be like, yeah, go for it. Great. Do it, do it, do it. There's not too many people that we know anymore. That'd be like, no, I don't believe in that. I don't believe you can don't go anywhere else. Yeah. It's an old, it's a, it's an antiquated methodology and, and mentality. If you want to get good, you have to, you got to get other looks and then, and, and, yeah. and believe it, like, believe it or not. I think that's the part of the Americanization of the sport. You know, that is something that Americans like, you know, our loyalty isn't to our school. Our loyalty is to the money we pay you Yeah. for the, for the, for the instruction. I don't need to give you loyalty. I'm giving you money. If, if you want to train, let me train here for free. I'll be loyal. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you don't want me to train, you know, if, if you're going to charge me, you know, 150 bucks to 100 or to upwards of 250 bucks. And in some places, I hear it's like 350 a month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, easy. Uh, um, if you're going to charge me that much, I owe you zero loyalty. No, nothing. Yeah. If anything, it's like you're going to sit there and, you know, let me do whatever the hell I want. Follow the rules. I'll follow the rules. But there's at no point in time can someone sit there and tell me, no, you can't go over there. No, you can't do that. Like, uh, 350 i'm like this close to paying your full rent a month like yeah i'm i'm gonna sit there and, and do it we're good yeah 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 it's yeah it's stupid but i think like you said it's the the growth within the sport where we're talking about you know people you got to get the looks you have to get the it's it's probably closer to the the way that I'm thinking of it, almost like a movie samurai where you have to go and take the fights. You have to go and fight everyone as much as you can to improve 
to sharpen your sword, you have to go and fight everybody. You have to see what everybody has to offer. And if you can do it in a safe way where you know you're not going to get hurt, man, come time for a tournament, there's nothing that's going to throw you off. Because instead of like having competed against the same eight people, 10, 12 people, whatever it is that you have at your gym repeatedly, yeah, you might have done it a thousand times, but now you've gone against a thousand people. You know, whether it's once or twice, it doesn't matter, but you've gone yeah. at least you've increased that number of fights. Let's say we took like you increased those number of fights that you had. So your knowledge has to go up. And you've, incre- and you, you've increased the ways you can make adjustments. It don't say it. Don't say it. I'm just don't say it. If you say it, we're going to have problems. What kind of adjustments? You know what I'm talking about? Like, but you I mean, know, what when, kind of adjustments? Like, like when you go with somebody that's a little bit longer, a little bit wider, a little bit whatever, sometimes you have to make adjustments and you don't do that if you train with the same people over and over and over again. Would you call them small adjustments? I mean, would you call those a small adjustment to your game? No, I would call them a, an adjustment to get a Swear to God, if I ever catch you saying that word now, it's over. It's going to be like punch buggy. Just I'll just come running. Yeah, full steam. Well, that <laughs> is the new jujitsu game. We're going to start that here on jujitsu radio. If you say that word, everybody gets to punch you in the arm until you say um, Hicks and Gracie is the best. <laughs> it's going to be like Pootie Tang. Remember the movie Pootie Tang? Just no, I never bell- saw it. You never saw Pootie Tang? Mm-mm. His dad, like his whole thing was that he was just like a ninja with the belt and he got it from his dad. So he's like, when he was a little kid, he's walking in the middle of the street next to like a grocery store and they have apples outside. He goes to steal an apple and I don't know where this belt comes and smacks his hand. <laughs> It'll be the same thing. Second, someone says that word. Wapa. Yeah, that's that. Like, B, did you play BB check? Did you have BB mm-hmm. check? Yeah, I remember we talked about it like last year. BB check. I totally yeah. forgot about that game until you reminded me last year, man. There was so many. And now, and now, you that couldn't you couldn't play that now in school. You'll get oh, suspended, and you'll have to go talk to arrested. a guidance counselor and talk about your issues and your anger issues. We no, did, man. Uh, we're kids. We play punch games. We did. Uh, we called it one, one or scoop. So if someone said or did something stupid, you say that's a one. And you just scoop the back of their head. You'd be like, Pah! and you just smack the back of their neck. So that's a scoop. Pah! We used to play a game. It was I can't remember what it was called. It was called a, it was it was called a scoop, but you went under their chin. Like if you were mm. able to do it, it was like, like here. Yeah, like you, like you, like gr- I don't remember what I'd it was. Smack the shit out of someone if they did that to me. Just come up, like don't touch my chin. <laughs> don't touch my chin. Um, man, you know what's funny is that um, so we kind of talked a little bit about this before the podcast. So. Flow Grappling released the new 2021 um, Nogi rankings. And let me do this. And, and just to be clear, I asked them not to include me this year. Um, I appreciate it. Just, it. I, you gave I, other people a chance. It's, yeah, I wanted other people to have a chance. It's very noble. So I asked them not to uh, not to include me, and and uh, I think they did. I know I that. They asked. I know that Gordon Ryan must have sat there and just like, thank God. Of course he did. Dude, what is up with my screen here? All right, let me just do this. Fuck it. All right, so. Watch your language. 
Yeah, I know. I got, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Okay, so for the men's pound for pound rankings, in total side note, flow grappling has improved on the way they do stuff. I still have some quips with some of the stuff that they do just because the whole everybody, paywall, everybody, everybody has does. something, everybody does. But they went to go post a photo of the rankings. They listed the rankings the other day, and then they omitted um, like two or three of the rankings. They omitted like three of them. For what? Fucking for what? Just post it. Just post it. Really? You're going to sit there and, oh, well, we didn't put number four. So everyone's going to have to come out and check it out. Or I think it was number number five or something like that. Whatever. It's like, come on, man. Just post it. You're not holding some ancient Chinese secret. Just post the rankings. You're going to get debate anyway. Anyway, since they didn't post it, I'm going to tell you. Since I'm paying for it, I'm just sharing information. So for pound for pound, men's no-gi uh, ranking for 2021, number one, Gordon Ryan. Number two, Cyborg. Number three, Kanan. Four, Gary. Five, Mateos Denise. Six, Craig Jones. Craig was one of the ones that they took off. Um, seven, Wagner. Eight, Kennedy Maciel. Nine, Roberto Jimenez, rightfully so. He was a beast last year. 2020 was his year. And number 10, Dante Leon, which that must have obviously changed since he just lost uh, the other night. Now, um, right away, I think both Jimenez and Wagner should be ranked higher than some of those people because they're not nearly as active. I, w- I would agree. So now that that actually brings up part of the debate. So I actually was having a debate the other day with Carlos because we were talking about the rankings, whether or not they were like how, what weighs in more than the other. Not that they weren't legit, just what weighs in more than the other. So, for example, Cyborg had like eight or nine matches last year, right? Won them all. Gordon only had four or five, won them all, obviously. But should the amount of matches matter for for, for starter? Let's go for that one. I, well, it, it should it, it should at at some point the amount of matches should matter because uh, for some part of it for for a weight to it because. If you got a guy that's two and zero versus a guy that's seven and four, you know, not I don't mean against each other, but but the guy that's two and zero ranked above a guy that's seven and four. So let's let's forget forget the losses, right? Let's just say, keep it a guy that's four and zero, five and zero, uh huh, against top names, and another guy that's ten and zero. Well, the, and and here's here's the and I I, I bet you I can tell you why why well, gordons are, are higher uh, let's we'll get there but let's 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 talk about it first if we're talking about just on the number of fights you had and the it's, wins you've had it, it's it's weighted it's not i don't think okay, it's right so yeah, that's what it, i was saying right but it does need to be a consideration factor okay so now here's the thing we know gordon calls people out people don't take the fights right Cyborg takes any fight that comes up, no problem. I haven't really heard, other than maybe the Gordon Ryan like rematch or whatever, doing it all over again. I've never heard of of Cyborg saying he's not going to take a match. Um, 
Now, Gordon took on Kyle Bohm. Uh, here, I'll tell you. So here's the thing. Well, what, the, even the ranking shouldn't matter. Honestly, well, I mean, like, yes, it should matter. Like, if you're going against high, if you're going against higher level guys, it should matter. But, but I think one of the other things that that or there's two other things is like both finish rate and and speed of finish. Right. So that's the other part. So for me, in my in my argument is, yes, cyborgs had more matches, but most of them went to decision compared to Gordon's that were all submissions. So now at what point in time, let's say if you're, you're five and oh, I'm five and oh, you've won all your matches by submission. I've won all mine by points or judges decision. Then at that point, whose wins matter more. Right. So now, and Add to that the fact that, okay, you've gone up against top 20 guys the whole time, and I've gone up against two top 10 guys and one guy that wasn't even ranked. It was just a wrestler. Then we get into another argument. Then at what point in time do they do they clash? Who, which one weighs in more, right? If you're going against guys that are ranked 10 to 15 or 10 to 20, but I'm winning against guys that are ranked one to 10. You see? Yeah. And well, there's a lot of subjectiveness to it, oh, but for I sure. think it's no, a- for, for flow. It's hundred percent subjective. Now I'm not, I'm not debating that Gordon's not number one right now. I, I honestly think that one and two can easily go back and forth. Gordon's got, I can't, I can't remember the last time Gordon's got beat. Gordon lost the last time I want to say it was 2017, 2016. I'll tell you. To uh, Felipe, or not Felipe, Andrew. Um, he went to decision against uh, Gracie, Gregor Gracie. It was a no contest. It was a draw at Quintet, which is bullshit. It's Quintet. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other one, uh, he lost to Felipe Vinny Pena. No, well, he lost to Vinny Magalesh in 2018 at the ACB by points. And otherwise, other that was 2017 to Felipe Pena. And then 2017 to Leandro Lowe at the West Coast Trials. So basically, he's lost once a year. Up until until, 2017. Yeah, up until like 2018, 2018, 2019, 2020 is all Gordon like undefeated. Um, And I mean, people don't. Do you realize how? 82 and 5. 82 and 5. 82 matches. Total. Total. 82 and five. Do you realize how difficult that is? That's the, that's ridiculous. And then the fact is, is that he's getting better. Like, I don't see anybody taking him out right now. I don't think Felipe Pena wants a match because he knows he's going to lose. It's going to be more embarrassing than the, the loss he took to, to Galvao at ADCC. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I th- I really don't. I have like, my opinions. I'll tell him my opinions. I, I think he just didn't train. He didn't work for it. I mean, he, he looked gassed that whole time. Yeah, no, he just flopped. He just and, didn't and, have it. And, and his body looked a lot different. He had, yeah, no, he was just floppy. He had nothing. He had nothing. He had nothing for it. Galvao was just dancing on him. It might as well have been Galvao against that that black belt. Against the, me. I, yeah, it's just, he would have just, <laughs> like, it would have made no difference. No, that's probably not true. I'm, I'm sure even a floppy Felipe Pena is better than a 
game Sean Ambrosino. So that's what I'm saying. It's tough because, like, yes, Cyborg had more matches, and he won them all last year. And he's done a bunch of other stuff outside of just regular no-gi matches. He's done all the, the gi stuff, but we're just talking about no-gi. So then at what point in time, which one's which? You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm a huge Gordon fan. I'm a huge Cyborg fan. I, I, I was a Cyborg fan before I was ever a, a Gordon fan. You know, yeah. and I'm friends with both. So it's, but at what point in time are we going to call bullshit on the flow grappling rack, uh, rankings and then say, okay, well, let's be honest. Yes, I think that I, I would still put it that way where Gordon has the number one spot. I think by, it's Gordon's to lose. I think it's he should be number one until somebody beats him. And every And I think every fight that gets turned down needs to count as a win from here on out. I mean, that's what it's been. I you mean, know? How, many, how many people are just going to say no, 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 no? Because I know a lot of people turn down matches with Gordon because they don't want to get caught up in the in the the social media hype. They don't want to get caught up in the in the shit talking. Yeah, but, but he 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 just took that match with Roberto Nick, with Roberto and and nothing. didn't nothing. Super respectful. It's it's. I think I think what happens is, I think Gordon goes at people that go at him. Yeah, like I it's like if you come up with respect super respectful but if you're gonna come up with like shit if you're coming at him with some bs he's gonna be like oh oh we can do this because i can call you out on your bs so it's but at, for the rankings i think let me go back real quick um i do think that wagner should be higher i think wagner should technically be higher than craig jones and mateo denise um and i think i think, actually you uh, know what Ro I would, roberto jimenez needs to be higher too I would I honestly, I would honestly say that it should be Gordon, Cyborg, Wagner, Roberto, Gary. And When's then the last can, time Gary's even competed. Gary beat Dante Leon at a fight to win. When? Last year. It was in like No, I know, but this is the this is right, but how many times did Gary compete? Gary's an right MMA now. fighter. I'll tell you, you know right what I'm now. saying? Like I, I tell you right yeah. now, once this page decides to load up, and look, and Gary is fifty and nineteen. Yeah, which is still a scary record. So Gary competed twice last year. Yeah, come on, dude. Okay, but hold on, he competed twice last year, but then he competed. Okay, that's all ADCC. Yeah, see if you it, it's it's twenty nineteen. But that's what I'm saying. Like I still think that Gary. Like all right. That's what I'm saying. Wagner then should be higher, and Wagner the fact that they only the, the fact that they only bumped up Vag, Wagner by one point is kind of like that's disrespectful. Can, let me see. Let me pull up how many times Wagner competed last year, and Wagner is 38 and 16. I wish competed. I could Holy crap, dude! He's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven times last year, and he lost. In 2020, one, two, three, three losses and one draw at BJJ Bet, which is whatever. BJJ Bet is not even worth to mention as a tournament. See, I wish I could get. I wish I could get Wagner. We could get Wagner on here right now. No, we're going. We're going to get him on the on the podcast. We're going to get him on the podcast. I actually have to do a photo shoot with him in two weeks. 
Um, so he's going to be on here for sure. But again, so if you're doing it that way, wins and losses, then it would be Cyborg Wagner, right? Cyborg Wagner Gordon. If you're talking about wins and losses, if you're just doing wins and losses. Right. Yeah. But again, I think, I don't think you can, I don't think Cyborg, I don't think anybody should be ranked above Cyborg or should be above um, Gordon because it's not like Gordon doesn't want to compete. It's not like he's focused on something else. You know what I'm saying? No, a hundred percent. It's Gordon wants to compete. Nobody wants to take, the uh nobody wants to take the matches and 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 then you guys got you got guys like Wagner who's ready to go and 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 will take matches with almost anybody the guy uh Yuri Yuri cut 20 pounds to get to uh Wagner yeah. you know and he still way. had 30 pounds on Wagner yeah like that's what I'm saying Wagner is an absolute beast and here's the scary part man if ADCC was still gonna go on this year, like if it still kept on going, I think that that Wagner would have been in a in a hundred percent position to be to get closer to get to the first like place finish at ADCC because he's I know like from hanging out with him and talking to him right after ADCC uh, twenty nineteen or whatever um, that it's like he was super happy. Obviously, he wanted to win first, but there was just something like oh like sparked he's like okay now i know like the changes that i need to make the, the things that i need to do but if we're still that's that's the part that's like man it's hard to argue with one one and two it's really hard to argue i don't think that canaan should be should be third uh like i really don't um and that's with all due respect i mean canaan is a beast i actually called the fact that canaan was going to be adcc i was talking with george about it like right before I went to to California, I told him I was like, I think Kanan is gonna win. No, no way. I should have taken that bet. Kanan is a hundred and one and fifteen. That's crazy. Yeah. So and see, it's like, but he's got yeah. See, I think they're putting in the they're putting in all the um, IBJJF matches and stuff like that too in there because they put in. 2020 pans and stuff like that. No, don't. That's what I'm saying. He shouldn't be that high. So don't put those on your list if you're talking about Nogi rankings. Because if we're talking about Nodi Nogi, he's only had what? Who's number one? And BJJ Bet, I think. BJJ Stars. Fight to win. And the Spider Invitational, which is it? Is that, yeah, no. It's a, he only had like three Nogi matches last year then. So why would you put him in third? Wagner should be in third then. Yeah. Even Craig Jones. Craig took a bunch of matches. He lost the, the submission underground belt. But he takes matches. Like, that's why I, th- I think that at one point or another, yeah, because Kanan lost to, to Cyborg at BJJ Bet. That's when he got the, the heel hook and Kanan just tapped. Um, he also, he also, and, and, and he's, or, uh, cyborg has beat a murderer's row of people over the last year. See, now that's like, the other thing. That's, that's the part where, uh, that's the part where I, like it comes into, into the debate of quality of wins. Like who did he beat? 
I know he beat Lucas Barbosa. I know he beat Kanan. He beat Kanan, but you know, okay, he beat Lucas Barbosa, but what's Luca Lucas Barbosa ranked? Hulk is pretty up there. Not not in the top ten, obviously, look, but so I because I did look this up there the other day. I'll tell you right now. Um he's 79 and 20, but which is which is nothing to scoff at, but out of the last 10 matches, let's say not even look. Let me see. Let's do 2020. Right? Uh I'll do like a portion of 2020 because Barbosa fought a bunch. Yeah, I'll, I'll even throw in Pan's Nogi, right? Out of the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. All right, let's say out of 15 wins and one losses. Guess how many of those wins were by submission? Two. One, two, three. All the rest were decision. So they, he didn't really, yeah, he might have beat by points, but then he didn't do any any submission. What was Cyborgs? Cyborgs was, uh, I think it was like 90% points or something. I'll tell you right now. Decision. He beat Kanan by uh, submission, the heel hook. Uh, guillotine against Felipe, and then the rest were points and there are an advantage. At well, that's 2019, yeah. So, only had one submission. Now, let's look at Wagner. Let me look at Wagner. I think Wagner had a lot of the like decision wins. Uh, let me see, where is it? Hulk Wagner. Decision, decision, golden score, golden score, penalty. Like, yeah, so it's like, that's what I'm saying. So at, at the end of the day, Gordon won all his by submission. So the, really, you're taking into the aspect how many were Nogi matches, how many were by submission compared to points. So that was the debate that I was making. I still think that Wagner, though, should be higher up on the list than that, for sure. Yeah, well... I agree. And it's, it's, it's what we're, it's the, and it's all got to be weighed. So that's what know. I'm saying. Like that was the argument that I was making. Okay. Well, yes, yeah, Cyborg beat Hulk, but Hulk didn't do anything last year. Like he didn't submit people. He just sat there and won by points. So are we going for submissions or are we going just for points and the easy wins? Which is again, why most people don't want to compete against Gordon because he wants no time limit submission only wins. Well, nobody wants to do that way. And the debate is like, yeah, well, it's going to be boring. No, the diehard people that are going to pay for it aren't going to be bored by it. They're going to want to see a submission. Yep. Listen, I watched him compete. Uh, what was it? 20 minutes, 30 minutes straight at ADCC against Bushesha. Nobody was bored in that stadium the entire time. There was not a single person that was bored in that stadium. So what are we doing here? Are we going to do this or what are we going to do? So I don't know, man. It's um, ugh, a bad photo. What about Mateus? <laughs> Mateus Denise. Let me see. Like Mateus is good. 43 and 21 though. Yeah. See, he lost to Gordon. He lost to Souza. Beat Hanger. Beat Mourinho. 
Today was it. Yeah, that was Dan. Dude, he only competed twice. He competed twice in 2020, lost both, and he got ranked fifth. I, I like Mateus. I think Mateus is an awesome athlete. But how do you lose your two matches in the previous year and you get ranked fifth? I don't know. You're I, the black belt. Come on. But I, I'm not part of the ranking committee for flow. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I think they they have to. And really look, look, the, I get it. It's not in. It's not an easy thing, but it should all be weighted. All right. And so given. Now, check this part out. Right. So now the other one that they have is the 2021 jujitsu and MMA ranking. Number one in MMA. Number one is Hadolfo. And he just got tapped out by a blue belt. Purple belt. Purple belt. Well, now he's a purple belt, probably. He was a purple. No, he's a purple belt going in. Huh. Um, <clears throat> but here's the thing. Thanks for doing that on the mic. I really needed to hear that. Oh, you're welcome. Um, here's the thing. You cannot. You can't like he's still the best grappler in MMA, even though he got tapped out. They got Gilbert um, ranked eleven. What? If they did, they put Bryce Mitchell above Gilbert. Uh, no, but they have like a bunch of other people. They got all right. So it's Hadolfo, Mackenzie, Shinya Aoki, which is like he first MMA fight he had in like how many years? Jacare. Michelle Nicolini, which does she yeah. even? I didn't know she was yeah, fighting. Yeah, she, she's fights in the, in one. Cron, uh, which he hasn't fought in what two years, three years? No, he he's, he fought last year. Did he? No, who did he fight? Oh um, yeah, because he almost got fucked up too, right? He almost got knocked out. Yeah, I don't remember, but he, he came forward like a zombie. He came forward like a zombie. Look at it. Look it up. I think he almost got knocked out. That's the one I remember. I kind of. Well, no, he was getting. He was getting. He was getting pieced up. Yeah. Um. I want to say it was uh Cub Swanson. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep. Cub, it was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was yeah. Cub Swanson. It was October 2019. So it's been over a year. And then number seven is Ari Farias. Farias. <laughs> I don't have no clue. No offense. I have no clue who he is. Uh. He competed a fight to win 133 in 2019. I have no clue who that How guy is. How you have him ranked above Gilbert. Now, know. are they looking at submission wins in MMA? Is I'm that what I'm assuming so, because then they have Damian Maya, then Neiman Gracie, then Roberto Satoshi, and then Gilbert Burns, and then um, Davi Ramos, then Zapato, and Gary Tonin, Dylan Danis, Ryan Hall, AJ Agazam. But it's still like, really? Really? Like the fact that you have Gilbert ranked number 11, and I guess it, it, that one is, see, that one I guess is more standardized because of, okay, how many submission wins does he have compared to like the fights that he had? And if Hadolfo is seven and one, seven of those one, wins he had by submission, okay. McKenzie has what? Yeah, three? but you can't like, yeah, I think it's, I think skills and history <laughs> to have any to have that many people ranked above Gilbert is Bryce Mitchell even on there? No. 
which is crazy because he's been out grappling everybody. I mean, even Jake Shields. Jake Shields is sick. Yeah, but Jake Shields hasn't fought MMA in years. No, but I mean, okay. What about Shinya Aoki? It's not like he was super active the last five years. Nobody fought. Let me see. You see what I'm saying? So it's this this list is very debatable. I, I definitely I would not. I guess that if you're talking about the best skilled jujitsu guys in MMA right now, it would probably be between well, Adolfo. Yeah, see, see, Aoki's fought once once a year the last three years. So it's one. It's one FC. Those those are gimme fights. Yeah, uh, but it's still those are gimme fights. Let me see when the last time Jake Shields fought MMA. 2016, 2017? 2018. 2018. So how many submission wins did he have? Uh, decision, decision, one submission. Yeah, why, and why wouldn't Alexei Olenek be on there then? Yeah, dude. Why wouldn't he be on there? Yeah, Alexei Olenek would deserve to be on there. He should be top 10 then if we're doing it by, by submission wins. Right, I think. Technically speaking, then Alexi would beat Hadolfo. Well, I don't know about yeah. What? Go look up, look up Olenek's MMA record and see how many submission he has. Yeah, but he he uh. Look it up, and tell me how many submissions he has in MMA. You're having a tough time spelling Alexi Olenek. I'm getting I'm getting the wrong Olenek. He fought last night, or he was supposed to fight last night. Did he win? No, he lost. By what? Uh, he got um, KO'd. TKO, yeah. Oof, that's tough. Um, and then again, that's another one. Gordon tapped him out in like 30 seconds. There we go. Yes. Uh, oh my gosh! Let's see here. Um, an answer. Please. Well, one, two, three, four, five. So he's got five in the last three years. Okay, that's Star not what I asked. Since 2017. Okay. How many submission wins does he have in his MMA career? Well, that he's got um, 46 submission wins. So wouldn't that automatically beat out Hadolfo's seven? Right. But I think, I think you got to, you have to, it, it can't be overall, right? It can't be your overall record. So how many times did Hadolfo fight last year? Look it up. Once. I'll tell you. Give me a second. Man, you're super slow, bro. Um, he fought uh, March 2020 and February, and then just now. So twice in 2020. Uh, no, he fought once in 2020. How many times did Olenek fight in 2020? Twice. Let me going back and forth. No, he fought three times. 
How many of those were submissions? Two, one, three? One, one. One? Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. It, it can't be just how many, because then Mackenzie, Shinya, like, no. And then even then, Gary, like, man, come on. No, see, if we're, they have to really be clear on how they do. Their point score will go up and down every time they have a fight. They finish fights via submission, their score will increase. If they fight and lose, their score will go down. If they continue to win grappling titles at the same time, then likewise, their overall score will go up. Sounds like it's still kind of vague. Because if that's the case, then Gilbert then should be way higher anyway because he was doing all a bunch of grappling matches and still was doing stuff. Right, right. That's ex exactly. See what I'm saying? Oh, I'm not even going to wrap my head around it. It's, no, it's so, not worth it. That's annoying. All right, whatever. Anyway, Wagner should be higher up. Congratulations to Wagner, by the way, for beating Yuri Samoas uh, the other night at uh, Fight to Win. We got to definitely get him on there. Um, Manuel... Ribamar beat Dante Leon, which that one caused a lot of issues where we saw the post from uh, uh, Seth Daniels trying to explain how the point system and everything that, uh, that the decision went by. And he even said, he's like, I would have probably given the, the win to Dante, but the refs went by the point system and that's, that's who won. Now, the other thing that happened is this UFC fight was kind of crazy, man. So can, let me pull up. Uh, what was the fighter's name that went overweight? This guy came overweight by 11 and a half pounds, 12 pounds. Whoa. There was a lot of people that were overweight this last yeah. fight. So there was four fights that, um, that people came in overweight. And this guy, let me pull it up because I don't want to just say this guy. I want to say his name. Um, hold on. Come on, dude. Fucking MMA junkie. Sorry, didn't mean to say it there and curse. Uh, come on. Pause on this side. Let me see. Um, I forget this guy's name. What was it? Let's go. It was. Come on. Rafael Alves said it was Salmon to blame for his fight. He came in over by... 11 and a half pounds, which is not even missing weight. That's like, you're supposed to be over there. Have, like, you're over, you're supposed to be over there, bro. Not here. This is heavyweight section. You're, you're over there. Like, the, here's the best part. So now he has the new record for missing weight in the UFC. You know who had the previous record? No. You do. Do I? You do. Not off the AJ. top of my Anthony Rumble Johnson. Oh, yeah. When he had the record. He missed the weight when he was supposed to fight Vitor. And it was, uh, do they have it on this article? I think it was 10 pounds. That was the, he missed it by like 10 pounds or something like that. So all I'm thinking is that when they threw that stat out, I just imagine AJ going, yes. <laughs> it's not me anymore it's not about me anymore mixed with like that sucks i know that feeling that's a shitty feeling that sucks and, and to be fair what people don't well first of all the fact that rubble rumble ever made 170 
Yeah, it's absolutely nuts. It's nuts. It is absolutely. I think he's bonkers. gonna he's gonna pay for it in the long run with his kidneys for sure. His kidneys are definitely gonna pay the price for it in the long run, where he's gonna have like some kind of issue, for sure. But he was a total beast at one seventy, even he's at two hundred five. He's been a beast at every weight. I honestly think he should fight heavyweight. I think that's where he's got his his. Could you imagine a fight between him and John Jones? Der- no, Derek Lewis. Him, I think at heavyweight with him being that fight would probably last about two minutes tops, very tops. But I honestly think AJ would would fuck him up. See, I don't know, man. After watching, after watching. See now, uh, here's the thing: AJ is a wrestler, right? But he knows what he's got in his hands. He knows what he's got in his hands, and he's like, "No, no, yeah, I wrestle him. I would just fuck him up. One punch is all he needs." Well, you know, after watching last night, after watching what he did to uh, Curtis, Curtis, wow. Listen, man, and it's Curtis made a mistake on that one. I like Curtis. I'm a fan of Curtis, but he made a mistake, and whoever. That was his own ego. That was his own ego that got him on that one because he said, I'm going to wrestle him. I'm going to wrestle him. He's like, I hope he does wrestle me because he, that fake that he did. So what happened is he faked the level change. Derek didn't really bite on it. He just stood there. So then Derek went for it again or um, Curtis went for it again. It's like, oh, that was, you're way too far for that one. And just clipped him with that uppercut. That's all you need, man. That was a he, bad call. He, he became a dead body. It became yeah. a dead body. And he was and, snoring and everything. And and that's why I think a fight between him and AJ would be oh because it's not AJ, happen for AJ a while. well, yeah, at least. You know, but if, if AJ, you know, I think AJ I get why he likes 205, but I think he's more dangerous at heavyweight. I really do. I don't think so. I think because he's got he's got such I'll tell you why. Because he's got such of a such a speed advantage over you know ninety percent of the fighters out if there. If you if you way. had him still in the UFC and it was AJ against someone like Jan Blackowitz or something or Stipe, I think it would be good. If he didn't knock Stipe well, out. Well, a two oh five er. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like Stipe is heavy. So that one would be a tough match. He would have to finish it in the first round. Otherwise, Stipe would would probably just manhandle him once he starts gassing out. Well, AJ's got Steve, two rounds. Steve Bay's like 240. Yeah. A, uh, AJ walks around at like 230 something. 230. Because I, I was training with him last year and we were the same weight. Clearly, yeah, so. clearly the same build. <laughs> Yeah. Same exact physique at the same weight. It was like looking at a mirror. Yeah. Oh, it was like I was looking in Bizarre World. I'm the white me. He's the black me. Yeah. Dude, like that's the funny. That's the funniest thing. I always tell people that when they start asking about whether it's grappling matches or or striking matches and stuff like that, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I could sit there. I wonder how I would do." And I just look at him. How much do you weigh? It's like two hundred and ten. Okay. So you'd probably cut weight. Let's say you'd probably go down to 205. Let's say we put you down to 205. You leaned up. You would have to go up against Mike Tyson if you went to go box right now. So do you really think that you're in the same physical 
specimen as those guys? No, 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 no. Yeah, you're not gonna do it. He, I don't care if you're you think you're good. No, same things. How much do you weigh? Two thirty, two forty. Okay, or let's say two twenty. You're gonna go up against Bushesha. You're gonna go up against Gordon Ryan. You're gonna go up against Galvao. No, no, no. That's not gonna happen. I guarantee you, that's not gonna happen. He didn't even look that big when we saw him, though. When we saw Galvao, he didn't look that big. Yeah, I was surprised. Right. Like, but you know, he. he I you mean, know what he looks like under it, yeah. the sh- under under the clothes. Yeah. But like in clothes, you wouldn't you wouldn't look at Andre Galvao and go, "Oh, that's one yeah. of the baddest men on the planet, right yeah. there." It's like, yeah, he's not like, that like, oh, look at that guy. He's he looks like he's in good shape. But... He's just thick. He's yeah. just thick. He's not muscle. And he's like, Drrr. no, man. Um. So yeah. So here's the other thing that happened. Chaz Skelly's fight got canceled while Chaz was already in the ring. Because his opponent, uh, I forget what his opponent's name was, um, was in the back with uh, muscle spasms. Let me see. Let me pull up and tell you exactly what he said it was. Let's do it this way. Which, when you really think about it, is absolutely nuts. I mean, I'm not surprised. Um, Let me see what we got going on here. Let me pull up more. Oh, no, you know, the other thing I want to talk about, because I am a fan, and it's going to be a good fight. Um, hold on. I want to pull up Chas Kelly's. Uh, no, I don't want that. No, I don't want that. Um, dude, what the hell? Oh, Jamal Emmers, because of back spasms, while Chaz was in the cage. So he's sitting there waiting, like, yeah, fight's off, fight's off. There's only one other time that I can remember something like that happening, but it wasn't within the cage. It was right then and there at the fight. And that was um, Matt versus um, Stefan Struve. Meathead Matt. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was like Stefan's heart. Yeah, he, he had the, the heart issues and stuff. And it's just funny because I I will always remember that because everything about that whole fight card was so crazy. I George put me in like two or three times to train with Matt just because I was like the tallest person in there at the time to go and train with Matt. Obviously, I'm nowhere near Stefan Strew's height, but I'm 6'4", so I got about a foot under. So it's like already in my head, that was implanted in my head. It's like, oh, I got to roll with Matt. Like, that's cool. Like, whatever. And then... The night of the fight was the same night of Jay-Z's fight with World Series of Fighting in Daytona. And that's when I was working with Jay-Z doing his marketing stuff. So we ended up going to dinner afterwards. And it was George, me, Jay-Z, and then... Like, looking around, I'm like, who are all these people? And I look, I was like, who's the dork with the glasses over there? It's Justin Gaethje. I was like, oh, shit, that's Justin Gaethje. I was like, that dork is Justin Gaethje? I'm like, shit. And then next thing you know, Boss came in. And that was the night I got to sit there, and I met Boss for the first time. and got to hang out with him and stuff like that. So everything about that fight was weird because now we're watching the fights at the bar, and all of a sudden I'm hearing, like, did they just say they were going to cancel the fight? And Boss was like, what? Yeah, they said that they were going to cancel the fight. Something happened with, with uh, Struve. He's like, let me see. I'll call my guy. He's there right now. So he goes, and he just starts texting someone right there. Gets a quick phone call. He's like, yeah, yeah, my guy just said it. 
right maybe 15 minutes before they actually announced it on TV. It's like, yeah, they canceled it. Something happened to Stefan with his heart, blah, blah, blah. I was like, everything. I'll never forget that. And I was so crazy just because obviously I was a fan of Stefan Struve too. And just the whole craziness of that night. But that's the only time I remember that happening. Can you think of any other night like that? Not that I know of. I mean, I'm sure it has happened where people oh, yeah. had to. Well, but yeah, not in just a the UFC last fight. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe in the cage. Well, not in the cage. Well, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I, feel I like really it's like don't. But something that would happen to uh, Tony Ferguson. He's about to walk into the cage. He trips over a cable and the fights off. That's the kind of stuff. But it sucks, man. I was hoping to see Chaz too because that was his first fight in a long time. Yeah. He he definitely needs that fight, man. What do you think is gonna happen to the to Alves for missing that that much weight on his first UFC fight? Did he win, or did they not do it? They didn't do the fight. The dude was off by eleven pounds, dude. Yeah, but sometimes they'll take it. I know that, but um... not at a catch weight with eleven pounds and you that far off, and then you're gonna blame salmon. Oh, I ate the salmon. Why are you eating the salmon? Why are you hell, eating? What the, what the hell is salmon? Salmon, salmon, the fish. Oh, salmon. Salmon. The L is silent. It's not salmon. It is salmon. No. Yes, the L is silent. No. Oh my gosh. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Type yeah. it in. Type it in the Google Translate. I haven't say it. I want to hear. It. I want to hear it coming from your speaking, from your speaker. If if Google Translate says salmon and doesn't pronounce the L. We'll see. I want to see that you're typing it in right and you're not typing S-A-M-O-N. All right, let's hear. Let's hear her pronounce it. How do you do that? Hit the little speaker. I don't have a speaker. Yes, there's a little speaker button right there. What's that circle at the bottom right? more um man you're gonna make me do it yeah this freaking guy translate google i don't want norwegian get english type in salmon and i'm gonna type it in english to english here we go let's see what is that What's, oh, I still have that playing. Duh. Have my Twitch video still playing. All right, here we go. Let's see. Salmon. Oh. Salmon. Yeah. Oh, no, Salmon. It's, no, it's doing Norwegian. It's doing a Norwegian person trying to pronounce it in English. <laughs> Give me English, bro. English to English translation. All right, how about we do it this way? Who do you trust? We should call them and call, put them on the phone right now. Who do I trust? Yeah. Salmon. Okay. What did she say? Salmon. Salmon. No. Salmon. 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 No. There is no L pronounced there. You are crazy. It's right. It right. What the hell? Why is the E upside down and backwards? I went. Lux. That's how you say it. Lux. Lux. Who do you want to call? Call Lifeline. Ghostbusters. Um, who could we call? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play that game because the names that I'll say, then it'll get us in trouble with a whole other conversation. So don't, don't bother. We should get. 
she call up Tom, call up Tom and just be, oh, you, have you seen the, the, the prank that everybody's doing now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't, I can't talk right now. I'm busy. We should yeah, do that. Can back. we do that to, can we do that to Tom real quick? Can you do it? No, I'm not doing that to Tom. <laughs> Come on. No, I'm not doing that to Tom. He's the one person that will get legitimately mad for it. <laughs> it's not even like a joke it's just he's gonna get legitimately mad for it man um i'm sure everybody if anybody listens we should this is this this should be the actual this should be the uh the thumbnail it should be a picture of a fish, of a fish. salmon or salmon on the on the with a jujitsu gi on it that's this week's episode, everyone. We hope you really enjoyed it. We had to cut off a little early just because of some technical difficulties, but we'll be back next week. But listen, in the meantime, we really appreciate you taking the time to hit the subscribe button. If you really dug out the podcast, hit the like button, share with everyone, but definitely hit the subscribe button just because we want to see you guys back next week. We got a lot of stuff planned in the next few weeks. We have... Uh, a couple of people that uh, were in the works with kind of uh, getting the schedules put together and, uh, and recording the next few episodes. That's going to be a lot of fun. Don't forget to check out our Discord channel. We do our fight companion on there, so you'll be able to join us and uh, talk during the fights. Any grappling matches that are, are coming up will be able to be on there. We do the video game stuff on Twitch that everyone's more than welcome to join. We always love uh, gaming with people. The other day, we did an eight-hour game stream with some friends of ours from the UK. We have a freaking blast. We want you to be a part of it also. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, Choke Aloha, Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co., and Giraffe Choke. If you look at the description of the video or if you're listening to the podcast, you look in the description of the podcast, you'll find all the promo codes and the links right then and there, and you can get the homie hookup on some of the best gears in Jiu-Jitsu. No questions asked. We appreciate all of you, and we hope to see you all next week. Peace. 